know there's a, maybe a bit of a, a bit of an icky feeling about paying for a blue check mark in the era of Elon Musk's Twitter, but it has its benefits as by these uh, long range um, ability to post these long range responses in what we are going to revise 2023. The year of debate, which we originally had pegged for 2018. But um, that's one of the uh, one of the consequences I think is not such a, I mean, as bad as it is in so many ways. Like I think what's happening to um, our discourse and to platform like Twitter in a lot of ways is that it maybe almost inadvertently in some ways opened up uh, another avenue or outlet for uh, for the discourse and the debates that we talked about having back in 2018. So um, yeah, this is in this type of event here, <clears throat> excuse me, this type of, uh, these type of podcasts and your responses to them, I think really do open up that discourse or open up uh, to where uh, people who might need to see some of these messages will uh, will at least get a basic uh, view on a perspective they probably haven't heard before. So I think that um, as, as horrible, I think the manipulation around a web in this case, um, it opens up uh parameters for for conversation and it may even you know a web might even see like where some of her detractors are also uh similarly are lacking in certain areas of discourse and uh analytical um precision so uh this is, has its uh benefits it might feel icky you know you might uh might want to take a bath afterwards but you know the blue check mark in this case i think is um actually not a uh is detrimental and problematic some people would make it out to be when you could use it for purposes like this so i appreciate that well, thank you, Greg. And while the the sort of previously blue check marks, the quote unquote earned blue check marks uh, for uh, you know public figures, who many of whom uh, were the epicenter of things like the eleven nine truth uh, uh, movement on Twitter, especially during the Trump years, uh, are now seemingly sort of abandoning ship, uh, sort of abandoning the battle zone to, to some extent uh, and uh, seeking safer space uh, at other places like Mastodon or Blue Sky. Now, I'd, I think it's wise to have uh, other alternatives at the very least, but this is still the battle space. And while we took a, a sort of a big, a, a bit of a step back during m many of the Trump years in terms of our uh, our uh, sort of uh, involvement on Twitter, we escalated the actual oral discourse in terms of our, uh, you know, still ongoing podcasts, long form discussions and all of that. But I think it's a time for those of us, and it's a very small uh, sliver of overlapping concentric circles who are still dedicated to the, the real aspects of the importance of 9-11 truth and justice with the combination of 11-9 truth and justice. Uh, both are continue to be under assault to some extent. 11-9 truth and justice is an even um, more uh, uh, sort of a compromised situation than 9-11 is at this point, it looks like, especially in the wake of the Durham report release and all of that. But we're going to, uh, you know, escalate our, our re-involvement in relationship to this uh, Twitter sphere. And then also if any of our, any of folks who um, are, are down with us and listen to us want to help out in terms of the creation of Twitter uh, uploadable, uh, either long form or short form video clips made out of our uh, audio recordings, uh, we could use that help, and uh, and we'll I'll push them out on Twitter. <laughs>